0: Welcome back to the podcast We Are Women, where beautiful minds inspire others. This is episode two. In today's podcast, I am speaking with Stephanie Young, a Sydney based holistic health coach and yoga teacher. She loves to empower and educate women on how to take charge of their health, set goals, and make sustainable changes to improve their health and happiness. She's been featured in various wellness articles and collaborated with some big brands such as Fitbit, I Quit Sugar, Goodness Me Box and EcoStore to name a few. Some of you might know her from her Instagram and her blog, Wholesome Steph, where she shares her own experiences, lifestyle tips and delicious recipes. So in today's podcast, we will be discussing her health journey from having a destructive relationship with food body image and eating disorders such as anorexia and bulimia to healing herself and now living a happy and well-balanced life what was it that started these destructive patterns the signs and what made her seek help what inspired her to create her business to help others and of course What advice she has for other women wanting to pursue their dreams? So let's get started. I welcome her from Sydney, Australia. Stephanie Young, thank you so, so much for coming on this podcast. How are you?
1: Very good. Thank you for having me, Diana. So no. excited. That's good. I'm very excited too. Did you have a lovely day in Sydney today? It's been really hot. Oh, such a beautiful day. Yeah, I definitely made the most out of it and got some sun today. Yeah, I saw you were
0: up early. Watching sunrise. <laughs> watching <the sunburn>.
1: always, <laughs> always. I love getting up
0: early. Just the stalk on Insta story. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Mm-hmm. Um. So I initially came across your Instagram a while ago, and you always put such beautiful pictures of healthy food and tips. And I always, you know, feel like you can relate to do a lot of what you write and share. And so I started to go onto your website and, yeah, to find recipes and other inspiration. And that is when I came across your story, which is absolutely fascinating. You have an incredible story. Could you please tell us how did your destructive relationship with food and body image start? Just to right, jump straight into it.
1: Yeah, of course. Let's get right into it. <laughs> um, look, I probably don't have the the typical story of, of an eating disorder, Um the way I came into it was um, a combination of a couple of things that if those things wouldn't have come together at the time the way that they did, I don't think I would have developed an eating disorder. Um, but essentially, I was living in Dubai at the time. Um, so a bit of a background story on that, actually, I'm German originally, but moved around a lot. I've never lived in one place for more than three mm-hmm. years at a time. Um, And so at the time I was in Dubai, and it was when I was 16. And, um, you know, Dubai in general is a very, or or can be, at least for me, it was a very toxic environment to be in at that stage of my life. um, Because it is very superficial. And it's all about how you look and the money. And yeah, it's just not for me, it wasn't a good environment to be in. And Prior to that, I really had never thought about how I looked or worried about my weight whatsoever. And it was only when I was thrown into that environment that I suddenly became hyper aware of that. Um, and then at the same time, as I was there, I um, started taking Accutane. Do you know the the skin medication? No, I think I've heard I've heard about it before, but no, I'm not sure what mm. it does. So basically it's it's a medication to help against acne and it's a very strong medication that you should really only take as kind of the last um resort, kind of resource, thing. exactly. Yeah. And um I ended up taking that medication and it, it can have quite severe side effects and one of the side effects is depression. Uh-huh. And I, when I went on the medication, I had no idea. I just went on it. I wasn't really aware of the side effects. The doctors didn't really tell me. Um, And I turned out to be one of those cases that had every single one of the side effects, um, including feeling really tired and lethargic all the time. And also, I guess now looking back at it, I was starting to become depressed. And, you know, I didn't realize that at the time. Um, And then kind of as a, as a third thing on top of it, um, the medication made me gain weight quite a bit um, okay. in, a, in a short amount of time. And um, I don't know if it was the medication or the fact that obviously I was very tired and sleepish and wasn't exercising anymore and um, was starting to feel depressed and that accumulation of things made me gain weight. Anyways, those things all kind of came together and once I came off the medication, for the first time in my life, I decided I'm going on a diet. And that was the start of it, really, because prior to that point, I'd never worried about what I was eating. I'd always been from a really healthy and active family that had a really healthy relationship to food and body image. Um, And it just had never crossed my mind to go on a diet. Um, But yeah, I decided to go on a diet and um it started it started kind of in a in a healthy way and then it really did spiral out of control quite quickly because you had
0: because you were eating the medication and you gained the weight was it was it then it spiraled into becoming like the diets and the and then the eating disorder or
1: yeah so it it was when i went off the medication i thought okay now this is my chance to You know lose the weight again and i started really severely restricting and excessively exercising when i kind of gained my energy back again and um the thing that was really tricky about that situation is that i got back to my natural weight that i was had been prior so people you know didn't really they weren't concerned because i was just the natural weight that i had been before but I was, I was doing it in a really unhealthy way. And then by that time, my body image of myself was so diso- distorted that when I got back to that weight, that still wasn't enough and I wanted more. And I guess I also very much have a type A personality. So once I got into it, I was actually <laughs> shockingly good at being controlling. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how it kind of spiraled into the the anorexic side of things Um, but that then over time completely flipped into um, bulimia so I kind of dealt with both sides of eating disorders. But did you know Mm -hmm. that you
0: had issues with body image and the food or do you think oh this is just something common that happens in the teens or like, in a period of your life, you
1: know, in mm. the mm Yeah, good question. Um, I think in the beginning I was definitely oblivious to it because I was so in my own bubble and so concerned about kind of my own little world that I didn't even think to think outside of that. Um, and after some time it did kind of dawn on me, especially when... Um, you know, I was starting to be really antisocial and I was making excuses as to why I couldn't go to this party or go grab dinner with those friends. And I was throwing away the food that my mom made me for lunch, t- to for my school lunch. Like all those type of things where I realized it's not normal. Okay. Um, but obviously seeing that and then actually admitting it to yourself are two completely different things. Um and it it definitely took me some time until I then really admitted it to myself and that was only when I um moved in with my with my boyfriend, okay, and suddenly I was in this like you know space with a with another person, <laughs> and I realized i'm I'm hiding all these weird habits from him, I'm lying to him about how many hours I've exercised and what I've eaten and I would in secret you know throw up before he came back from work and all these crazy things that I was doing and I realized once we moved in together I was like wow I'm actually living a double life here and Mm. this is not normal. To Mm. be able to
0: hide that from someone that you love and care for must be extremely extremely hard Uh, and so I was also reading that you said you weighed yourself five times a day and that you always compare yourself to others and that you used food to reward and punish yourself. Do you believe that these are common signs that you might be struggling with body image and possibly eating disorder?
1: Definitely. Definitely. Um, The weighing thing is, is a, is a really big one. And it's actually one of the first things that I work on with, with my clients is, is, if they have an unhealthy, addictive relationship to their scale, we try to to, to work on that. And um, some people go cold turkey and they just throw out their scale. Okay. Um, and with other people, you really have to work on decreasing um, it bit by bit. So going from weighing yourself five times to four times to three, and then maybe you know moving the scale from right next to your bed to maybe moving it into the bathroom and then from there maybe moving it into the office and kind of just distancing yourself from it because when you're that deep into your eating disorder you really are addicted to your scale and that number on the scale dictates your entire day so when you moved in with your partner did you
0: did you say that you moved in with your partner Yes. yeah exactly yeah. yeah so did you used to weigh yourself then as well or did had that had that time already passed and
1: um, at the beginning when we met, I was definitely still doing that and then even when we moved in together, I was still doing it as well okay. and then I had I guess you could <laughs> you could call it my rock bottom moment where I really broke down and um told him everything because until that point i hadn't really told him the extent of what i was struggling with um and then that was also the time when i realized okay i need to i need to stop weighing myself the way i'm doing because it's it's really self-destructive so what was his response to this
0: And is that when you decided to seek help
1: yeah um so that's a really really interesting one um and people always ask about it because, you know, obviously um, eating disorders nowadays or even just body image issues, they're quite common. And and people always ask him how he reacted and how he dealt with it and how did he know how to help me? Um, and he he had an inkling, like he knew that there was something and that my relationship to food wasn't normal. Um and he was just super understanding and there for me and I honestly I, I remember the the day I remember the night I was just in his arms the entire night crying my eyes out um, and he was just there and trying to trying to understand and just being supportive um, and, and and that's the most important thing, I think is that you know you don't have to... Have a PhD on eating disorders. You don't have to understand the ins and outs of it. You just, and this goes for every mental health issues. You've just got to be there for the other person, and that's what he did so beautifully. And he was there for for me throughout the entire thing.
0: well that's so beautiful. Mm. So I love that you talk about this and that you share your story because I mean, there would be so many girls out there in these positions not knowing what to do and who to turn to and who to speak to and feeling that their closest friends or their partners would judge them. So I think mm-hmm. it's, just, it's an absolutely amazing thing that you're spreading this mes- message and talking about this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so from that point, when you start seeking help and healing yourself and trying to get balance back into your life, what did you do then? I saw that you were re- started to study and you went to India to learn yoga.
1: Yeah, I did that. Um, but actually my first step was to um, work with a health coach whom herself had had an eating disorder for many years. So that was the first thing that I did. And, um, I had actually tried, um, therapists as well. And just for myself, it didn't really resonate with me. Um, I, I, Maybe it was just the specific therapist that I didn't see. I just didn't vibe with them. And so I thought, you know what? I want to try working with someone who's gone through the same things as I have. And by chance, I found um, this lady online and we just kind of hit it off from straight from the beginning. And like you said, she didn't judge me. And I felt like I could just tell her everything and she wouldn't suddenly see me in a different light. And she just understood it. Um, and that really kickstarted my healing journey. Um, so that was probably the biggest thing. And then also at the same time, um, I did a lot of healing work just on, on, on my own by myself. Um, so I, I still remember the date on the 11th of March, uh, I think now 2011, um, I went out and I bought a journal. Okay. And I started journaling every single day religiously for probably like a good 4 years. I took my journal with me everywhere I journaled all the time. If whether I was feeling bad or good, didn't matter. I was journaling just to get my emotions and thoughts and feelings down on paper because that was the only way I knew how to how to process my feelings because up until then my coping mechanism for my emotions was either overeating and binging and numbing my feelings or kind of giving myself a, a inflated feeling of being in control by restricting.
0: Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Well, I
1: love that. I used to
0: use the journal as well. Um A lot of times actually, actually, used to, I used to love writing. I need to start <laughs> getting back to it. It's so much more, true when you put it down with the paper and pen Mm. when you write it it's just something about it i think
1: yeah and the great thing is that it's such an easy tool right you can do it anywhere everywhere um it doesn't take a lot of time um and yeah like you said once it's down on paper it's like you can just word vomit everything onto (laughs) those pages and once it's out it's out yeah
0: exactly exactly so when did you realize that you wanted to help others?
1: Um, you know, that was kind of by by accident, really, because I just started opening up about my story as as a way to heal myself and, and talking to friends and family about it, and slowly that circle um, expanded, and I started talking to friends of friends about it and talking to girls at uni about it. And, um, really it it was therapeutic for myself just to allow myself to be vulnerable and share my story. And as I was doing that, I realized actually how many other people are out there who are struggling with the exact same thing and we're all just struggling in silence and it would be so beautiful to come together and, and help each other. Um, and so, I started having a couple of girls from university, um, the, the the university that I was studying at the time, reach out and say, "Hey, you know, I'm going through something similar as to you have, and I'd love to just go for a walk, grab coffee, and and kind of hear your story and kind of see if you know if you maybe have some tips or tricks." And so I started doing this, and you know that was all before I even had my health coaching certification and whatnot. This was really just from one person to the other, um, giving life advice. And, um, I, I, I started doing that and I loved it. And I was like, Hey, I should, I should actually make this into a job because it's, it's so rewarding and it's so nice to connect with people. And essentially that's how I healed myself as well. Right. I worked with someone whom herself had had an eating disorder. And I think there's so much value in that.
0: Yeah, I love that, and I think you're definitely right. It's so important to to come together with people that are have been in like in similar situation or have that um,
1: like minded struggles. Yeah, and and look, I mean, I'm I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist, right? Like, I don't have those qualifications. Um, but I think. And and that's also why I don't work with, with people who have severe eating disorders. But mm-hmm. there are so many girls out there these days who just ha- don't have a healthy relationship with food and their body and have a very disordered body image issue. And they, it's not bad enough for them to actually go and see a therapist potentially. But they do realize, hey, this is not healthy and... I would like to get some help. Um, and so I'm kind of there as that step in between so that it doesn't even get to that stage where it's really bad.
0: Could you tell us a little bit about your coaching programs and what are, what do you offer in a co- in one of your coaching programs?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so I offer either a one three-month or six month program um, and I do those either in person or online via Skype. Um, mostly via Skype because I have a lot of international clients. So that's really the only way to do it. Um, And basically the way it's set up is that it's weekly sessions. And the first couple sessions are more or less the same, um, where we've got a bunch of different forms that we work through, um, kind of just to get the ball rolling and get a general understanding of where the issues lie. Um, And then it honestly is more like a, a therapy session than anything else because my goal is for my client to just let out whatever they're feeling that they would normally deal with through, through, through food or exercising um, and just to have a chat. Like the way I consider it is I'm your professional best friend. That's kind of the idea. And um, there, there's a lot of kind of homework that we do in between sessions, whether it's, um, you know, meditation or journaling exercises, writing exercises. There's a lot of self-reflection. Um, there's a lot of books and podcasts that I recommend. Um, that's kind of the, the, the idea of it. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you so much for that. It sounds extremely interesting and very rewarding. Does it take up a lot of your time?
1: um so at the moment i'm i actually work full-time for a brand ent- entertainment agency and then i do the coaching on the side which <laughs> can get very intense because i literally like i work full-time and then i come home and i do my coaching clients um during weekdays in the evening and then i also have sessions on the weekends okay. so it's you know it's not gonna lie it's super full on and I'm juggling a lot of things but it just gives me so much I enjoy it so much it's so rewarding and um the clients that I currently have um most of them are clients that I've been working with for almost two years now they've um I started the coaching two and a half years ago and yeah a lot of them have stuck around and um it's been really beautiful to kind of watch them progress and grow and go on their own journey. Um, so it's really, really rewarding.
0: I can imagine. Well,
1: I got a few
0: final questions. So yeah. what is a quote that, that you live by?
1: Um, so there is one that I kind of keep on coming back to and it's stuck with me from, kind of that beginning phase of when I just started working with my coach and started delving deeper into this whole world of self-development that I really didn't know anything about um, at the time. And I honestly don't remember who said it, but um, basically it's this idea that you don't have to be the same person that you were five minutes ago. Oh, I love that. Because, I mean, I'm sure you know this in everyone struggles with this it's this idea of black or white all or nothing mentality yeah exactly and you know if if something doesn't go your way in the middle of the day then the whole day is ruined or if something happens on a Wednesday you're like okay well this week is is ruined now Um, I'm gonna start next Monday to work on whatever goal I've set myself and that just it, it doesn't have to be like that and I think we've we've got the chance to to work on ourselves and to reinvent ourselves constantly throughout the day so, so telling yourself this kind of i guess it's now my mantra it's so powerful whenever you are in a rut and you just tell yourself that you realize okay no i don't need to be in a in a bad mood i can just move on from this and, and keep going
0: Oh, I love that. And I can really, really relate. <laughs> I'm going mm. to start thinking about that a lot more. <laughs> and, what, and what advice do you have for women wanting to pursue their dreams or start their own business? All right.
1: Um, I always find it such a tricky one because on the one hand, I want to say, you know, dream big, reach for the stars, <laughs> all of those things. <laughs> But at the same time, I know a lot of people who get really overwhelmed by that Mm. and they don't know where to start and and how to even, you know, get the ball rolling. So, and and I know this for myself, I I set myself really high goals and I dream really big and then I crumble under the pressure and end up, you know, eating a pint of Ben & Jerry's while watching The Bachelor and (laughs) don't do anything. So um, I think... Just taking it one step at a time. Like if you have a goal or a dream or a mission or a business that you want to work on, literally just think about what can I do today that's going to bring me one step closer to that goal. And then tomorrow you think again, what's the next thing that I can do that's gonna bring me one step closer to that goal? And you just keep doing that and eventually you you're gonna get closer to that goal.
0: So anyone that wants to yeah seek contact with you or jo- jump on your website to join your program
1: mm-hmm. yeah so you can find me at um, wholesome Um steph is with a F, not a ph so the german way
0: oh. <laughs> yeah um, i thought it was spelled differently
1: yeah yeah it gets confusing everyone gets confused um or otherwise hold some stuff on instagram and you can just send me a dm as well perfect well thank you so so much for coming on my podcast and thank you for
0: sharing your story and the message that message that you spread i absolutely love that
1: oh thanks so much thanks so much diana for having me really appreciate it no problem have a lovely saturday night you as well ciao thank you